I used to do lots of things. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Well, well, well. Oh. <laughs> Look who it is. Decided to show back up. Like, I was really getting comfortable being by myself, but he's back. Everyone. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, get used to it because. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, so I, I, I mostly just wanted to come back. Uh, just for a few minutes, just to talk about Satanism. That's kind of the only thing <laughs> I want to talk about. And then, uh, and, and then, and then, Ben, then you can have the floor and you can talk about right. stupid, dumb bullshit that you usually talk about. It's some nonsense. That's what I do best. <laughs> so, uh, right. next, Tell us about uh, your, your new friendship with the Dark Lord. My, yeah, my, my adventures in Satanism and the goth crowd in LA continues. Uh, so, last Saturday night, I went to, um, uh, it wasn't even, so it was, it was, they, they were premiering. Okay, so there's some band, this weird experimental sort of black metal slash sort of jazz fusion rock band. Black <laughs> metal and jazz? <laughs> yeah. Wait, when you say black metal, do you mean like Norwegian black metal? Yeah, it's like that. Oh, it's like the worst fucking music, dude. Yeah, I, I have a high tolerance for shitty metal, and and that's uh, that that goes well past my, my limitations. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen uh, Lords of Chaos? No, I still want to see that movie about you mayhem. You should see it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. About is it is it mayhem? Yeah, yeah. That's the name of the band, mayhem. Yeah, they're. Yeah. Uh, it's a good movie. I like. Um, I always forget which. Rory Culkin. Rory is it? Rory Culkin. I think it's Rory. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's a good movie. I mean, I like the story of it. There's a good podcast about about them, but the uh, music itself is dreadful. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Okay. But uh, anyway, so imagine like you know mayhem mixed with like I don't know Pink Floyd. Um, like, I, I can't do it. <laughs> I know. Well, you know what's funny is that, like, on the surface, it sounds really bad. Uh, but when I, when I was watching the concert film, oh, oh, and by the way, part of the reason why I went to this thing was because it was being held in an abandoned strip club in North Hollywood. I'm like, yeah, this sounds fun. This, this, this should be interesting. How is it not a business for a strip club, though? Like, how's a strip club abandoned? I feel like that's recession proof. Yeah, well, it's it, it, it still everything looked like it was still functioning like in, in pretty good condition but it looked like parts of the the strip club were being like torn down or maybe renovated or something like like there were parts of the ceiling that were kind of exposed so i wonder if they were just gonna like was, you, was this was this a uh sanctioned concert i'm like not under- sure it was on eventbrite um it's pretty lame. Uh, yeah, it should not be on Eventbrite. <laughs> I know. I, I think I even tweeted out. It's like, yeah, there, there's pretty cool stuff in, in your yeah. neighborhood if you just type Satan into your uh, into Eventbrite. Real, um, real quick question, yep, LA yep. question for Joe. What's like the, um, uh, I guess I don't know stereotype. What's like the, I guess the stereotype for North Hollywood? Like, what's that neighborhood? That's not the gay one, right? That's West Hollywood. No, that's West Hollywood. Yeah. North Hollywood's interesting. It's pretty happening, but uh, it's still really sleazy. Um, oh, that's fun. Yeah. So th- 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 there's, there's, yeah, it's weird, man, because like, uh, and, and, and this is seen throughout Hollywood where it's, or, or LA in general. It's like you'll have like a really nice area that's well developed and it's all cool and hip and stylish. And then right next to it, like, you have like a homeless encampment, just mm-hmm. like, just kind of like, so, yeah. so there's a lot of that. Um, it's weird. Like, you know, it's definitely more suburban. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's 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 closer to the valley, um, so right. it's it's. Did it's we go there? Uh, 
I don't think so. I don't think we really where's went to like, Hollywood. Where's like the whiskey and rainbow? That's more West Hollywood. That's, that's more that's West Hollywood. Hollywood. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so I went to this thing. And so like the concert. So the name of the band is Circle of Size. Size and like a, a breathing a sigh of relief. Um, mm. So Circle of Size. And um, and so at first, the, the, like the first few songs, like, okay, this is actually kind of cool. It's sort of jazz fusion, kind of 70s rock, you know, psychedelics. It's kind of cool. And then it would just go right into like. And then it would cut away from that and then go back into the. The sort of jazzy fusion rock. Mm. So parts of it were, were kind of cool, and then but then parts of it were just really gross and ugly. Um, and it was yeah, it, but it was like it was like the lead singer's birthday, uh, <laughs> and so it was. And there were there was going to be a contortionist, but she ended up not going. So instead, they had like some weird space age theremin player. Oh, I'm into space age stuff though. I'm going. I'm kind of going through a space age phase right now. I mean, the, the, the costume was kind of cool, but like it was you know it was theremin, so it was just sort of like was it sexy. No, no, it was not oh. sexy at all. He, but he was wearing like this weird, like reflective oh. helmet, and he looked kind of Tronish. Yeah, um, yeah. Were you like the only person there at first? I was, I, I was there, and they were still setting up, and I'm just like sitting there, just like drinking this watered down gin and tonic in a like crusty old you know strip club. Like it was, just, <laughs> it was not a very good experience overall. But uh, there was free hummus. There was free chips and hummus. So <laughs> chips and hummus should not be at a Satan. <laughs> I know at a satanic ritual. It's a satanic ritual, but um, whatever. Yeah, but you know, so that was that was kind of like my my little cultural experience for the week. So, yeah, I know you like to do that. I I uh, I appreciate um, your once a week like yeah. explore LA. <laughs> that could be a segment. Joe does LA. <laughs> what did you do this week? Um, oh, I did one other kind of cool thing last night. Uh, I went to the Magic Castle, um, which is in Hollywood. What's that? Uh, oh, so, so you would love it, Ben. So it's this. Um, no. Don't tell me what I love. Uh, I'm, you're, I'm gonna force you to love this. No, it, it, so we, we might have driven past it very briefly, but like it, it, it's in Hollywood, just north of like Hollywood Boulevard. It's this sort of like Victorian mansion thing that's been around for like a hundred years, and but since the 20s or 30s, I think it's been uh, sort of like this vaudevillian, and you know, a lot of magicians played there. Have done, you know, a lot of comedians have done shows there. Orson Welles uh, performed there. Um, and so, but, but it's super cool. Like you have to dress up like it's a suit and tie thing. Um, it's really expensive. Um, you wore a suit and tie? I, yeah, I did. I know it's hard I, to imagine. I, I, I know. I'd love to see a picture of that. I, I might share it somewhere on social media for like half a second. And just, okay, <laughs> again. Um, but uh, like, and, and so like, when you couldn't, when you pay, you have to go into the lobby and then you have, there's like a book, the sliding bookcase and you have to, and there's like the statue of an owl and you have to say open sesame to the owl and the door opens up. It's all like like very 1930s, 1940s. All right, that is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's kind of a speakeasy thing, and they have like multiple bars, and in there there are um, magicians at every bar just doing tricks. Uh, uh, I, but, I, I, you had me at the secret bars with the magicians. No, I, well, it's called the Magic Castle. Like, so I mean, it's all about magic. Like that's like oh, the whole gimmick of the thing. It's a lot, but it, right. but it's it's fun. Like in a very like vaudevillian, like classy vibe. Um, but mm -hmm. uh, you know there are multiple, and then you go downstairs, and there's more bars and more performances, and then there's this piano, it's playing by itself, and, and uh, like like nobody's playing the piano, mm -hmm. and you go up to it and you you just give any uh, any request, and it starts playing whatever you request. How do you request it? 
there's I, I think there's another little statue for some reason there's this owl theme throughout there's there's a statue of an owl Owls are pretty and then you say cool. hey so so i went up like hey can you play the godfather theme and then it plays it and oh um, you speak into it you speak into it yeah and then and then it just plays oh. whatever and some people oh i had a demi lovato or some shit and starts playing this some shitty ass song um but uh yeah you just request any song and, and then it'll play it for you oh all right that's pretty cool should take me cool. there I yeah, I know the Kasha. Uh, uh, we would not be able to do this podcast. We, we would not be able to, <laughs> to, to, to cover the cause of this podcast. No. Um, By the way, I, I wanted to ask: Has uh, do you watch Stranger Things? You don't, do you? I watched the first season, and I thought it was pretty okay. good. You didn't watch this season, though. I have not. Has anyone but been I, com- comparing you to Eddie Munson? No, uh, no, but I, I know about you know he's playing Master of Puppets and the, the and the, the hair. The, yeah, um, yeah, I could definitely see people in LA being like <laughs> Eddie Munson. I just thought I'm like, oh, he's got like Eddie Munson hair, and you'd yeah. be like, I had this hair way before Eddie Munson, yo. Yeah. Oh, so oh, that's a compliment. He, he's kind of a fan favorite. Oh, okay, good. I, I did watch were... the scene where where he's playing Metallica, that, and so yeah, that's cool. that that was fun. Yeah. Um, and then it's crazy, like a bunch of zoomers are like finding Metallica because of that. I know. Which is fine because that's how I, I find a lot of music too. And I tell my parents, they're like, you didn't know who that was. I'm like, right. I remember that's what th- that movie Superbad did for Van Halen because uh, they had Panama in that movie. Really? I did yeah. That for, I did that for Van Halen. I found um, was it The Four Tops in that? Bone out. Bow out now. Oh, yeah. Bone out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what, like when they're like walking to the bus in slow mo or something? Yeah, and I like still listen to them. I think it was the Four Tops. I don't know. Uh, we should, uh, you should know this, Ben. You're, 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 you're an expert. You're the primary host of uh, arts and it's culture. It's true. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's the Four Tops. Yeah. Um, what about you, Ben? Have you done any anything interesting? No, nope. it's all boring. Creative. Nope. You went to Coney Island. They, there, there are a bunch of songs written <laughs> about Coney Island. You know, that's, that's cultural. Yeah, I did go to Coney Island, which I love. Um, I mean, it's fun. It was very fun. It's a fun day trip. Yeah. Uh, from where I, I stay in the city, and uh, you know, I live near the beach and the boardwalk, so like yeah. that part isn't that new to me. It's kind of a different boardwalk, but I, I do love Nathan's hot dogs. Mm. Uh, I had a couple probably could have slammed a bunch more they go down pretty pretty easy <laughs> them glizzies and uh how big are they are, are they pretty like average size or are they they bigger yeah, than pretty, pretty average size yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean a serious question like, i'm not making a dick. <laughs> 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 That's a serious question. i don't know they're a fucking hot dog man like I know, but I mean, are they like, are we talking Oscar Mayer size or we're talking like, you know, like I didn't take out the tape measure and, and rule it. It's... Well, I mean, because I, I, I create Oscar, Oscar Mayer hot dogs with me everywhere I go, just, just for comparison. Yeah, just uh. fucking tomahawk from that people. <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> uh, I actually, to be honest, I think, I feel like they're a little on the smaller size, oh. um, but they're, oh. they're good. Yeah. They're classic. Very nostalgic taste for me. I used to go to Nathan's growing up. Um, cool. And yeah, with my mom, and it was very, uh, very nostalgic taste. And like, you got to get them there. Like the the frozen ones, it's like White Castle. Like it's not the same. Right. It might it might scratch the itch, but it's not the same thing. Right. Oh no, there are no there are no White Castles in California, are there? Not that I know, of, but we did have a Nathan's here actually, very within yeah. walking distance of here actually. Yeah. Um, Wait. So have you ever had White Castle? No. It, it, oh. Besides the frozen ones, no, no. Not, not yeah, the, the frozen like the frozen ones are fine but yeah uh, when you come east whenever that is 
I know you like don't really go past Texas, but when you come yeah. east, yeah. Uh, I'll take you to a White Castle because that's kind of like I feel like that's our equivalent to In and Out Burger, in terms out, of, like yeah. reach, like just not in terms of taste. I I, I didn't have An Out Burger when yeah. I was there. I forgot, but right. Um, in terms of like, it's hard. It's not something that's available everywhere. I think if White I ever Castle, go to New Jersey, it will only be to ask for directions on how to get away from New Jersey. Like that's all right. <laughs> no. I, I, no, 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 that that's our, our our motto literally it's like we don't like you either like that's, that's i'm not even kidding there are stores that sell big banners that have new jersey it's like new jersey we don't like you either that's funny yeah. <laughs> all right okay maybe maybe i'll stop by for a couple i'll, I'll stop by for a hot dog for, for a cheeseburger uh, or a cheeseburger whatever yeah <laughs> <laughs> bro no you got to get at least four i usually get my 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 go-to when i i used to eat so much crap and i was like yeah. a twig and i miss those days so i could just shovel garbage into my mouth i'd get eight cheese sliders with two orders of chicken rings i was a big Damn. chicken rings guy yeah yeah and i would be i was like 150 pounds Jeez. amazing but now yeah. it just goes right to your thighs it does it's right mm. yep mm. it's right to my balls <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> walking around slamming into things ah! <laughs> goes in the way uh. um all right so cool. we got a lot of shit to talk about. A lot. Of yeah. I say shit not in like a like it's actual garbage because yeah. it's the same kind of crap that we thrive off here. When I say well, we are bottom feeders, so this is our our trash. Yeah, that we survive off of on this. <laughs> Chomper, um, shut up. Hey, Chomper. Uh, Want to start with Quidditch? Just yeah. <laughs> so, so first of all, look at these fucking nerds. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't I, I can't take it seriously. They're running around this stick between their legs. Like, what are you doing? Um like I, I've always been pretty anti-bully, but like whenever when no, I see this, it's like no, they, 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 these guys need to be bullied. Um, yeah, these people haven't been bullied enough. That's the thing. Yeah, I'm anti-bully exactly. too, but like these yeah. kids could if you're playing Quidditch, which we're gonna get into now, it's not called that anymore, so I'll point in this article, <laughs> you haven't been bullied enough. If you can run around with with a stick between your legs, like well, I'm just get rid of that and just like play the game running around. The 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 broom serves no function, and it's not even a like it doesn't have bristles. It's just a stick, um, a professional That's stick. True, there aren't even bristles. It's just a stick. It's like <laughs> just a yard it's a stick. stick. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. anyway, um, so uh, because currently. Uh, you know, this is something that is not relegated simply to eight-year-olds. This is something that adults actually do, actually do, and they started, uh, you know, leagues, actual yeah. leagues around Quidditch based on the Harry Potter sport. Um, so they've been doing this for a while, and uh, they're upset with uh, uh, J.K. Rowling because she believes in biological uh, fact, and so they thought that she's transphobic. You know, she's you know we've, we've covered some of her you know controversial statements uh, over, you know, over the last few months um so they're separating themselves from jk rowling even though she's the one who invented the sport so they're changing the name quidditch to quad ball yeah it kind of pisses me <laughs> off i mean yeah one is a dumb name uh like quad I, I vaguely remember quidditch like what's quad about it like what's four yeah i, I don't know are there three rings uh, i think it's one to keep the queue yeah, uh, I could be wrong about that, but J.K. Rowling is the uh, ultimate Robespierre. We have Robespierre of the week. She's like Robespierre of the century yeah. um, in terms of being a uh, big progressive crit. And then when she steps out of line, they they cut her head off, and she's right. really gotten it bad. Like I I, I oh, yeah. thought that was kind of 
that was going to be um, not very, you know, it was going to move out of the news cycle, but she does seem to pop up all the time. To her yeah. credit, she kind of sticks to her guns. Yeah, uh, The CNN article, surprise, surprise, is like very um, one-sided and, and biased and not like, like <clears throat> paints her in the worst light possible because she comes out and says like, she's very pro-trans civil rights and like she's anti-trans. She's yeah. anti certain trans in certain contexts right. isn't like like that's much different than being like i don't think trans people are real or they should exist like that's a big difference right. but you wouldn't get that from reading this article my right, favorite exactly. the first line i don't i know they don't mean it this way but quidditch the real life sport it's like they have to <laughs> like, i know what they're saying like they, they, they mean it like uh we're talking about the real life sport here, not the thing from the, sh the movie, but uh, like to us, it's no, this is actually a real life sport. Everyone like that's, yeah. that's how I, read it. <laughs> um, um, yeah, yeah. You know, you're, you're, you're right about the, the one-sidedness of the article. Like it actually says right here, the sport wanted to separate itself from Harry Potter author, JK Rowling and her anti-transgender rhetoric. So it's not even like oh because of her comments on transgenderism it's like they they they, they genuinely believe that what she said was anti-transgender rhetoric. Um, yeah. So yeah, so they're they're not hiding that. Um, uh. But uh, yeah, you know it's it's so funny to me um, uh, that the people you know the the fans uh, who have benefited so much from J.K. Rowling are doing everything they can to like distance, distance themselves from her, but at the same time still hold on to all the stuff that, you know, she's produced. Like, it's like, yeah, we're like, we're, we're not, we're not quitting the game. We're not quitting. We're not changing the rules of the game. We're just changing the name. Yeah. It's yeah, not J.K. Rowling. It's like, as, as a writer who's like right below J.K. Yeah. Rowling in terms of like popularity with my books, yeah. I, I, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's the like complete bullshit that like she created the, I, I'm not a big Harry Potter guy. Yeah. Um, I think it's fine. Like, yeah. okay. I, I've seen sure. all the movies, but you know, she created yeah. this world. She created yeah. all of this. And for you to like, think that you get licensed to change the name of something because of her like personal beliefs, we still want to keep like, it's such a cop out. Yeah. But like I, I don't know that just bothers me so much like she creates this whole fucking world puts her like t touches lives across across the world right. changes probably changes fiction yeah. i would say uh, right. you know i think there's a handful of writers at least changes fantasy yeah. um yeah. and because you don't like her very reasonable stances on something which i, I don't know them all for certain i know it's about like same-sex sure. spaces and stuff like that but again she's not you know, uh, a Marine Le Pen figure, uh, right. which I don't know Marine Le Pen's views on um, transgenderism, but uh, for you to think that you get to like change these things yeah, for her personal views, it just really bothers me. I think it's really lame. Yeah. And, 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 you know, like, like the actors who have become, you know, A-list celebrities because of Harry Potter and it's like, they're calling her out. It's like, yeah, you would not have a fucking career if it wasn't for her. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think a lot of that's just, pressure because yeah. they're younger and the trans activists it's they're scary like yeah. they are yeah. this is the most aggressive and the least reasonable i think area of the culture yeah. war yeah. is are these things like there is a, a perfect example is jk rowling it's like there's yeah. no room for it doesn't <laughs> matter that i've read her tweets against my will yeah. about 
pro-trans things. Like she's not anti-trans at right. all. Right. But if you don't agree with like one part of it, like, well, I, maybe I don't think um, trans women who transition very recently to only identity, don't take any estrogen, still have their penises and who are impregnating women sh in, a, in a prison, prison maybe yeah. shouldn't be in that prison. I'm pretty sure that happened right. in New Jersey. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. So, of course, yeah. like, but but that would be, and I could say everything else pro-trans, like everything else along yeah. the activist line. <laughs> but if you step out of line yeah. there, then you're a turf, you're a bigot, you're right. getting, you know, this kind of shit. She, 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 she got a bunch of heat for um for saying for, for for criticizing the movement to like get rid of the term woman because you know like oh like a uterus haver and god forbid and and you know the the front hole instead of the vagina she's like no look it's woman it's we're women and it's called a vagina like don't like you don't erase us because you have to make room yeah <laughs> um so she got shit on for that which i again uh, seems like uh, you know it is a, a very reasonable thing um, it's reasonable it's majoritarian like the vast yeah. vast majority of people and this is yeah. why cnn doesn't have any fucking ratings and, and no one trusts them and they're yeah. going down the tubes because of this kind of shit it's like you're like this is not popular like jk rowling is in the majority <laughs> not that the majority is always right sure, but yeah. like they're in the vast majority the vast majority of women i would probably even say the vast majority of trans people don't want to get rid of the term women yeah like yeah. Uh, the, so they're just playing to a they're placating to such a, a tiny vocal minority i mean you know and it's so funny too where it's like you know say you have a man who who identifies as a woman so you know he transitions into, into she but then when she becomes when she comes a trans woman it's like okay yeah i'm gonna live my life as a woman but i was like oh but the term woman is transphobic now so i was like well, well then what the fuck did i transition to sort of just like <laughs> i just got here <laughs> i just got <laughs> <laughs> But uh, that's why I don't uh, think that's really that. I, I don't know. I don't even want to. I mean, I'll talk about anything. But this sure to me is th this has been so like, if you can't have a conversation about it with people who disagree, then it's like, what's the point? Exactly. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I think a lot of that was lost. Uh, yeah. If you wanted this kind of could be. Is there anything else you want to say about this? That's really it. It's a yeah. bunch of it's a bunch of nerds running around to stick between their legs changing a game that doesn't make it any less gay like it's the same yeah. thing yeah <laughs> like, so. yeah so um i i think they should just rebrand as the quidditch bitches or something like this it's, it's, i don't know i thought I'm, I'm surprised i thought this was going to be like a few years in the 2000 early 2010s or something or the 2000s yeah. not yeah. still going on now i can't believe college kids are still doing this yeah all right. All right. So move on to the next piece of uh, mass stupidity. Which uh, one do you want to do? Uh, let's do the Dave Chappelle one. This is this is pretty right. fresh. I, I, I it was funny. Like earlier in the week, when you text me, hey, so so do we have any topics to talk about? And I sent you one, and then uh, and then mm -hmm. uh, I was like, yeah, let, let, let me do a quick search. And I just kept finding shit. And then like, and I sent you an email, and I, was, I sent a follow up email, and I'm like, oh, here's another one. Here's another. So <laughs> this is a fire hose of stupidity. Uh, this yeah. Week. Um, yeah. So, so Dave Chappelle. Um, he was going to be doing a show in Minnesota at the, it's just, uh, the venue was called the first Avenue. Um, but they canceled at the last second. It seems like, I, I, it seems like the day of, I think, or the day before, uh, uh just hours ahead. Yeah. Hours, which and that so, should be like fucking, uh, 
breach of contract. Like, yeah, yeah, they should get punished for something. You know, they should. Uh, um, and so they uh, uh, posted on social media um, a statement about it, <clears throat> which I, you know, I, I, I can read here uh, quickly. Um, the Dave Chappelle show tonight at First Avenue has been canceled and is moving to the Varsity Theater. So yeah, it happened the day of. To staff, artists, and our community, we hear you and we are sorry. We know we must hold ourselves to the highest standards and we know we let you down. We are not just a black box with people in it and we understand that First Avenue is not just a room, but meaningful beyond our walls. The First Avenue team and you have worked hard to make our venues the safest spaces in the country. And we will continue with that mission. We believe in diverse voices and the freedom of artistic expression, but in honoring that, we lost sight of the impact this would have. We knew that there will, uh, there are some who will not agree with this decision, and you uh, you are welcome to send feedback. Um, uh, we didn't understand the consequences of freedom of speech. <laughs> my actually, I want to read one of my uh, one of my professors, one of my college professors. Tweeted, uh -huh. The response was actually pretty funny. Okay, yeah. uh, so shout out Dr. Marks. This was we believe in diversity of voices and freedom of artistic expression. At the same time, we don't believe in diversity of voices and freedom of artistic expression. We're sorry and also confused. <laughs> That's great. He's good. I, I like him a lot. I, I still talk to him on, uh, I still, we still tweet each other on yeah. Twitter, of course. And, uh, and um, he, he has a book out I want to read soon. That's like, not he's like definitely a liberal but like kind of like a classical liberal yeah professor yeah. and i wanna i think he wrote a book that's like i forget what it is it's on my list something about like the the conservative argument for liberalism or something like that okay I mean, not doing justice but yeah um yeah he, that, that was very funny yeah <laughs> we're also confused <laughs> but, no, no, but seriously though it's like we believe in diverse voices in the freedom of artistic expression but in honoring honoring them we lost sight of the impact this would have it's like you know you know that's one of the uh that just comes with with freedom of speech and freedom of expression it's like yeah like we all have the same uh freedom to express ourselves but you know with that comes you know the risk of being offended like sorry well that well, it's, it's, it's the exact it's a, <laughs> the epitome of what i always say it's like no you don't you believe in they believe in the most superficial diversity right uh i mean how dare they cancel the show of a black man but exactly. it's yeah. because it's not about diversity it's about right. it's about diversity of skin color and gender and religion and stuff like that but yeah. it's very much about rigid ide ideology yes absolutely. which dave Chappelle does not fall under somehow like right. i mean he's like again it's like the one thing that he's fallen out out of line and but at least he's stuck to it like yeah. i don't think he's changed anything not that i know of um right. and usually he's still a very progressive guy like he's he's never been a right-wing person as far as i know like um no not at all and he also is a fucking comedian and makes fun of all different types of races and genders and oh. taboos and that's what comedians <laughs> do and right now the trans activists are doing themselves such a disfavor by uh a disservice i should say by creating this sacred cow that comedians are going to go after if you say you can't make right. fun of something people are going to chomp at the bit to go after it yeah yeah like i don't i don't know how they haven't <clears throat> figured that out yet yeah exactly yeah i mean you know any comedian worth their salt is is going to break the rules and be like, oh, you said don't make fun of this? Okay, I'm going to do a whole set on this thing. Man. Yeah, because you know who doesn't do that? Stephen Colbert, yeah, Jimmy yeah. Kimmel. Right. You know, the, the usual, like, boring fucking – I think there are some exceptions. I think – I find Conan actually to be hilarious. I, I was actually going to put out a poll. Yeah, I was going to put out a poll. It's like, who is your most, like – 
who's your favorite like mainstream yeah. media personality, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Like mine's definitely Conan. Conan's funny. I love Conan O'Brien. Me so too. Great. Yeah. I, do you ever listen to this podcast? Uh, I, I've listened to, to clips of it. Um, it's very it's funny, and it's also like he 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 swears on it, which like, yeah. you know he can't do on his yeah. his uh, late show, yeah. late night show. Um, but even in like I remember even in college, my roommate and I, like my friend and I, we would like lay in bed on, on like on a weekday and just like watch Conan like laugh. And yeah. uh, I, I don't know, I think Conan holds up, but a lot of these other guys or, or girls are just like fucking boring. Yeah. Like yeah. oh, Trump's small hands. How many times are you gonna do that joke or right, right. the. Uh, or a lot of it's like beyond boring now. It's like cringy. It's just propaganda. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I'm glad that Dave Chappelle uh, doesn't seem uh, to be, you know, I mean, if anything, like I think sticking to his guns is, is helping him long-term. Like, you know, it's like it, it, it endure a little bit of a blowback now, but you'll you know, like his, I hate this phrase because you know it's 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 overused now. But uh, uh, history will be, uh, you know, it, it, he's on the right side of history. I think with my, my yeah, just, like, I know, I I agree. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like no. with, with you saying that, I think a lot of people. One, it's he is in the privileged position where he like he's rich and famous, right? Yeah, yeah. So he can <clears throat> stick to his guns. I understand other struggling um whether it's comedians or writers or whatever it is who right unfortunately if you want to quote unquote make it you do have to toe a party line sometimes um i think that sucks and you shouldn't yeah. but if that's like if your goal is to be famous to be famous like fine i would i would rather have my principles and sometimes those principles will be very popular with the you know coterie of elites and sometimes they won't be at all Probably more will not be, but yeah. at least I would rather have that. And, yeah. you know, like there, you're still going to be successful probably. And you're yeah. going to find, and now <laughs> it's easier than ever to find an audience. I think a lot of these people, and that's why the establishment is so nervous because yeah. people, it used to be there are a handful of sitcom spots, handful of late night show spots. You went on, you got your, um, you know, your 10, 15 minute interview you got your sitcom show or then there were maybe like one special HBO mm -hmm. special or comedy central special. And that was it. And now yeah. you can put things on YouTube. I know I've mostly a lot of Andrew Schultz yeah. um, kind of doing the podcast circuit. He, yep. are you aware with what he did? Yeah. He, he, he released uh, his, <clears throat> his, his special on YouTube or he released it, you know, uh, something like that. Right. It, yeah yeah was it youtube yeah it was youtube he's kind of like a youtube evangelist which kind of surprises me in a way because i mean youtube will censor you too yeah, i mean yeah. if i'm not probably helping <laughs> us by i tell youtube to fuck off like every episode it's probably not helping anything yeah, yeah. but <laughs> sorry <laughs> about that <laughs> but, um uh he believes that like youtube is the way of the future and yeah. um i was i found it unfortunate to hear that it was netflix who rightly had stood up for Dave Chappelle during that mm. whole fiasco? Yes, um, with uh, with Vito, throwback. Oh yeah, our episode with Vito Giswaldi. Yeah, um, he was the guy who was uh, kind of in a. He was he had his like limelight for a day, right? Yeah, in, yeah. in terms of like mass pop popularity, um, he was at the uh, at the protest at Netflix uh, <laughs> as a, a quote unquote counter protester well just being a comedian anyway right, right. um i i was unfortunate to hear that for andrew schultz's case that um 
Netflix had excised a couple. Uh, I don't know if you use that word right, but had taken out a few jokes, a few bits. Uh, yeah. That he, then he was like, no, like, yeah. no, you, you're not, you're not taking out anything. So he pulled it, and he had to then get back his contract and his rights, which to me is just always so fucking crazy. Like as an yeah. artist, that to wit, buy your rights back and shit. I, I can't stand that. But yeah, yeah. Um, I hope he did well. I have to check. Um, I didn't buy it, so I didn't help there at all. Uh, yeah. I forgot. But uh, he, sent, he seems like a really funny guy, and he's uh, <laughs> bring him up more to talk about the future of all of this, of art, yeah. right? Yeah. And a yeah. lot of it is now finding your audience. Um, there's so many different platforms. You don't need the gatekeepers anymore as much, not nearly as much. And right. I think it's a beautiful thing. So I do think yeah. that's good. Yeah, um, that's why I think there's so much of this uh, pushback and and attempts to silence and censor from yeah. the uh, from the establishment. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, things are are still being very. It's still a very stupid culture we're living in, but you know, like the, yep. the pushback is coming is is starting to come from more mainstream normies now, which I like. So um, that gives what do you mean by that? I just mean like, you know, before, you know, up until like, you know, a year or so ago, it, it seemed like so much like so much of the culture war was taking place just like, you know, online. <clears throat> mm -hmm. um, uh, but now, now, you know, like, uh, you know, when I talk to my parents, for example, you know, like, whenever I brought up some crazy controversy, they never heard of it. But now if I talk to them about, yeah, like, mm -hmm. you know, what's this about? Like, you know, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, drag queen stripper story hour for kids. Right. Like, what's, like now they're starting to hear about it. So it's like, oh, hey, like, you know, like people are showing up to school board meetings now. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you know, yeah. That's, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I think they overplayed their hand and yes. in a lot of it. Um, yeah. And then you woke up and you never, you like, you don't want to fuck with p people's kids. Like that's right. a, that's a yeah. fine line that people are like, wait a minute, you're doing what while I'm at work with my yeah. children? Like you're right. showing them what they're reading, what? And um, yeah, definitely to that. And then be, and sometimes that's all it takes. It's not like, Oh, okay. Then after I protest or get angry, you know, show up to the school board about this one issue, I just go back to what I'm doing. Like, no, you've, you've awoken them. Yeah, like yeah. now they pay attention to everything and we talk about our or i'll say i talk about my kind of red pilling and then that totally changed how i did the media yeah, it wasn't yeah. uh immediate it started with the nick sandeman case the, the covington catholic kids and how yeah. that was falsely reported and just like the lack of integrity there and that made me go oh wait a minute maybe i shouldn't listen to everything cnn says um, right, and then right. there was the uh the covid regime and the um uh, racism is the real virus and that red pilled a lot of people yeah. and then it's like you're never the same after that so right. you know, it's not like oh, okay no we'll stop with the we'll stop with the drag story hour go back to your you know your job it's like no no no. now i'm paying attention motherfucker. exactly like now yeah. I, now i'm following all of it yeah yeah i think my first big uh red pill moment was uh when that guy got fired from google you know his, his so-called like anti-diversity anti memo but it was not like it was actually very pro-diversity uh, what was his name which one was that this is like 2018 i think i can't remember his name he was on joe rogan well of course he was on joe rogan but um yeah yeah where he's explaining why there are so few women working at google and yeah wait is he the one who said like <clears throat> it's not because of discrimination it's because there are less women who go into 
go into tech pretty much yeah yeah it. like it's I, a statistics I, thing which is true which is the whole bullshit yeah. of the gender pay gap like no the gender pay gap isn't nearly what people think it is it yeah. like and i was one of those purveyors of like this is bullshit like women get yeah. paid 79 cents on the dollar to men at that like and i was thinking the way that they put forth the argument is if there's a male attorney and a female attorney or a male you know accountant female account like the female gets 79 cents to the male's dollar like, no that's not the calculation at all the calculation right. is that m more men go into these paying jobs yes. and women into these sorts of paying jobs and that's where you get on average that women make a lot less and this has been debunked time and again but oh, our yeah. fucking government uh yeah toward gives out uh, i would say i'll give them credit <laughs> i shouldn't but the misinformation <laughs> um yeah. And then they're the ones who try and bring a disinformation governance board, right? right it's like yeah. you guys are putting out the the same kind of shit, right? Um, right. And then it, and it's not like it's it's not victimless. Like people get mad about that, rightfully yeah. so, because yeah. they think what you're saying. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it's and it's it's not true. Yeah. 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 That it, it, that was that 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 was the thing that really because I ended up reading the memo and, and like I, I know this is years ago, but I, I read the memo. I was like, what's what's why are people like upset about this thing? And, and and there was a whole section where he's talking about how to how, how to increase diversity uh, at Google, and he's he's talking about you know all, all these practices you know to implement in, in, you know in, in the workforce to 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 make more attractive women. And so I'm like, what, what's what's wrong with this thing? He's saying there are very few women in in Google, and here's why, and here's how we can solve that problem. Um, not that it's actually a problem. It's like there are very few women in construction. There are very few men in the fashion industry, but nobody compl uh, you know, complains about that. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, I just remember, you know, working in Silicon Valley at the time, and nobody else seemed bothered by it. They all just kind of bought the idea that, oh, he was a he was a rabid sexist, and yeah. it's a good thing Google fired him. I, was like, I think we need we need more uh, trans uh, Pacific Islander uh, center uh, power forwards in the NBA. Not diverse <laughs> enough. <laughs> need more, more, yeah, more, more Filipino two spirits in uh, uh, in the NHL. Yeah, we got to decolonize everything. Let's bring it. All right, good. Because <laughs> you know it's getting colonized, Joe. Is, Ballet. Is, uh, is Leeds Conservatoire, which is like the gay way to pronounce conservatory. Conservatoire. Yeah, um, um, yeah. Sorry, my cat is. Can you chill? Come here. No. You can fired up, man. You, you can start because I'm dealing with this guy. Stop. Okay, so uh, the Northern School of Contemporary Dance uh, at Leeds um, has dropped ballet from their auditions uh, because they believe that it is uh, it's an elitist art form. And this is this is an actual, is that quote from the head of the undergraduate studies at the Conservatoire, French Francesca McCarthy. Uh, she's the one who says that it is, ballet is an elitist form. Art, elitist art form and and, he, and so here's some examples here ballet's traditional terminology uses ballerina for women and danseur for men with female dancers focusing on point work and lifts and leaps for men um ms mccarthy said that the ballet's terminology has strongly gendered roots and was problematic in relation to inclusion of non-binary and trans dancers um yeah, I just, I, I just all these like trans dancers in the Russian ballet in like the 1800s. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. But they didn't put in here is they're actually replacing it with twerking is is, is going to be on the you know 
it's gonna be on the, what is this the, the the admissions process oh yeah uh you know because uh, men can twerk too um so right. uh, like looking at these quotes it's just you know such a mess of just you know woke buzzwords it, it's so, crit salad yeah, exactly. Decolonize. It's one of my favorite ones. It's like, you're in your own country. Like, what yeah. do you mean decolonize? Like, right, this, exactly. isn't in, this isn't fucking Nigeria. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this isn't Leeds. It's like pasty ass Northern England Leeds. Like, right. I have family there. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like uh, here's a great example of the crit salad. There are more issues, there are issues relating to body, money, language, and movement vocabulary. Uh, and she said that class costs impact students who, she said that class costs impact students who cannot afford to learn the dance. Adding ballet is built around particular white European ideas and body shapes, which can put off dancers who do not fit this aesthetic ideal. Um, yeah, this is absolutely crit solid. So I, I don't know. First of all, it's like, what, what size are like Asians? Like, do they not have, yeah. it's like the same thing. Yeah. right like yeah. women tend to be more slender men larger like i don't right i, I don't really get it like the european part where does ballet come from france i'm assuming right i guess so i know, I know the russian ballet is really popular but i know russia was really influenced by uh, western europe during that time mm. and they kind of <clears throat> become obsessed with all things like french and dutch and shit yeah um i love how so uh, how much what, what kind of school is this is this like I don't know. They, they do school weird over there. I want to say weird, just different than what yeah. we do. And well, so they're all colonial and stuff over there. So they have colonial tuition and colonial well, yeah. So how about this? How about you <laughs> give all the fucking like jewels back to India and shit? <laughs> like, I, yeah. I remember about like real decolonizing. Like, yeah. like give all the art back. Give the Elgin marbles back to Greece and yeah. give all the this shit back to Kenya and India, yeah. and then we'll talk about decolonizing. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there, there's, there's more crit salad here. Um, lovely. Yeah, there, there was, uh, where was, oh, <clears throat> the head of, of the undergraduate studies who credits her wonderful wife and two adopted sons, uh, for becoming more aware of challenges experienced by young people today added that the NSCD is encouraging staff to use gender neutral words, such as dancers, people, folk, everyone, and everybody. <laughs> they are also encouraged to use they instead of he and she to not make assumptions about students' identities. So, you know, if you make the assumptions about a student's identity, you're probably going to be right like 99.999% of the time. People are the fucking worst. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> so let me see here. I'm just looking up how, how old, like, I don't know if this is college or like high school kids and are in, in real English. But I don't know. I can't tell. God, we why don't we just we should re we should invade the UK. We could probably do it in like two days. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, you know, considering how soft they're not gonna put up there, they're not gonna put up a fight. It's an old lady in a castle. We, we, we can take. I think you and I can take her on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Queen. I, I, I didn't. I never got the royal family shit. Wow. Uh, I I did. A, I did a semester in London, and I love it. It's a great, great city. Mm -hmm. Um. And uh, I, I just never, and I like all these Americans were like obsessed with the royal family. I'm like, you guys care about yeah. this stuff? I like old royal family stuff where they had like power, they had real yeah. power. 
yeah, yeah. Uh, Henry the Eighth and and all and all those homies. But like, I don't give a shit about these inbreds like yeah. talking, you know, just making comments and having their big castles and shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm very, you know, French Revolution when it comes to that kind of stuff. But lecturing uh, us on on yeah. democracy and shit. Well, wasn't that Harry who yeah. came here? Like, get yeah. out, dude. Like, go yeah. deal with your own country. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you, you guys have your own issues. I, I don't want to. And Harry was my favorite, too. He's like the one I liked. Yeah. Dude, like, party and, and stuff. Yeah. Now he's just pussy with by Megan Markle. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man. That's it. Ballet is racist. It's yeah. a takeaway from that. Yeah. Um, all right. What's this last one? Oh. The Hollywood Reporter. This yeah, is really long and stupid. this is a long article, but it was there. There are some some funny things in there. Uh, there. All right, go ahead. Um, so this is a, an article in the Hollywood Reporter. It's called Hollywood's Chief Diversity Offers Tell All. After George Floyd's killing by police in May 2020, demands on DNI leaders exploded with burnout and a critical balancing act between CEOs and employees constantly at hand, but also signs of progress. Can I make a comment real quick? Yeah. Have you noticed that? Did they already change DEI to DCDOs or D and I? I guess so. Because it goes back and forth. Right. But like, I think the point I'm trying, right. So hold on here. Chief diversity officer C, like the, the top, like if I'm looking at my tabs, is DEI in Hollywood, yeah. CDOs, but like all throughout this, it's C, CDO, or because CDO is like a specific position, or right. or C and I. And again, this just goes back to I was talking to I think George about this, and we've talked about it. It's mm. like you got to stick for your own sake, yeah. crits. You got to stick to your to the same terms. Like you keep changing shit, and people can't keep up. And it's all just to be shibboleths for like, are you? Are you current enough? Like, are you on our sex? If if you're using homeless, well, no, you're not with us anymore. Now it's on house, and they just keep yeah. doing this. So I don't know. I was just wondering if, if that reminds me real quick. I I'm sure that this is like a from a, a joke account on Twitter, but um, so somebody posted a picture of their house that had a rainbow painted on it, and like, yeah, you know, showing my support for for the LGBTQ community, whatever. So so apparently that that part was real, but somebody quote tweeted that from some weird queer organization and they're like um we really appreciate the gesture but can you can, can you change it to, to to reflect the current flag right because yeah it was, the, it's, the best part the flag exactly. is the best example <laughs> i mean right, they, they're coming out with like uh with binoculars or, or like a, a, a what's it called um magnifying glass magnifying model. glass like how many lines do they have all the lines on it uh, <laughs> i love the fake one do, do you have you seen the fake one uh, I don't think so. I've seen a it's bunch of them. Katie Herzog has it up. Do you know who that is? Oh yeah, yeah. I love her. Yeah, yeah. She, she has it up. It's like it's like like Hezbollah and, and like corporate like Mercedes Hezbollah like all these like it's just like the ultimate uh, cor, uh ultimate uh, pride flag. Did she did she uh, tweet this out recently? She talks about it, and she has. She oh, literally okay. has it on. She's like, I have it on my house right now. Oh, I see. I see it. Yeah. yeah. No, it, Describe it. It's got a whole bunch of logos. Um, so you know, like before, it's just stripes, but now it's got triangles. But hers has like a whole bunch of triangles. Yeah. And so yeah, it's got like the McDonald's logo, the Apple <laughs> logo, the Mickey Mouse logo, G and E. 
uh, a shell, Coca Cola. It's, it's got it's got a whole bunch, of, and then it's got like the anti fascist fist. Yeah, it's like Black Lives Matter. I love that. I love the Hezbollah one. The Hezbollah one's like yellow <laughs> and green. And it's got and it's like a color wheel, and it's like each each slot has like a different. Oh, yeah. so it, it's it's like the Virgo, like the astrology signs. <laughs> oh, astrology signs from it too. Yeah, it's really good. It looks like an Iron Eagle. You know, I was thinking when I, when I was uh, when you were because you've gotten really into Satanism recently. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to get one that's like uh, in this house we believe, but then it's crossed out. Just in this house we don't believe. <laughs> <laughs> Like a big like but Satan just... head on it. <laughs> oh man, Satan is Satanism. They're stupid. Um, Satan but... is a friend for you and me and uh, Joe. Uh, well, I, I should probably specify that that the reason why I, I, I've been getting into like this weird this Satan and and God stuff is for research for a horror script that I'm writing. Yeah, um, research, research. Yeah, no, because it, 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 it deals with the cult. So I, I just like going like weird groups of people and seeing like just them like yeah. unifying around some stupid belief yeah you'll fit I'm right sh- in there <laughs> yeah exactly yeah uh, <laughs> um but uh uh yeah so that's that's it, it's it's been pretty educational it's been helpful that's good for me. yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna but, blow up your spot i'm saying this guy's a narc he's a journal <laughs> he doesn't believe he's not believing <laughs> What if I always wondered if like Satan came to the earth? He's like, it's actually pronounced Satan. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, there's a there's a spot. I think it's like in Iceland that is supposedly the spot where Satan landed when he was kicked out of heaven, and it's got all like it's got it's kind of like the you know it's very infamous for whatever reason. There's supposed to be a lot of supernatural stuff happening there. Mm-hmm. I forgot what it's called, but it's uh, pretty metal. Sounds, yeah, I was gonna say yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So the DEI thing. In Hollywood, oh my yeah. god! It's so, so, I don't know. So, for yeah. starters, they they only mentioned very briefly about the, the supposed benefits of increased diversity oh in the god. workplace, and it's just like, oh, you know, increased returns and increased productivity. I don't see how just hiring more skin colors will do that. I love um, this sentence, honestly. Like, this is this isn't satire, right? Like, this is real. Yeah, real. I'm going to read a sentence for you right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have the ability to inform social and political narratives with a single piece of content. And that is a lot of power, says English, who began her career at Lockheed Martin. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I? I'm doing fucking crazy pills here. <laughs> like, oh, I don't God. know. Just, man, the fucking uh, the, uh, <coughs> priorities just really devolved in the past few years. Yeah, and and like just the complete lack of self awareness from these people. So, for example, here's I just want to read this section here. So, DNI, so I guess diversity and inclusion, DNI fatigue is real. Say the CEOs <laughs> for individuals, organizations, and Preach, the general yeah. public. People are tired of being told what they've done is not enough. Then you add the stress of the pandemic, the possible recession. There's a lot of different stressful points that the average person is dealing with. So, something has to be moved off your mental plate. DNI would be the first thing, says Martin. The challenge is finding a way to keep moving forward, but not feel like you're force feeding an agenda. And it's like, I mean, it's like, yeah, you're, you, you got part of this right. People are tired, are tired of being yeah, told what they've the done is not enough. Out loud, like, we're, yeah. no one. We have. There's way more important shit to deal with 
Yeah. Like it doesn't mean incidents aren't going to happen. And then you deal with those incidents and give people due process and a chance to reconcile or, you know, be reasonable, look at intent, but that doesn't give people six figure salaries at Lockheed Martin to, to tell everyone how racist they are. Yeah. And so there's a section in the article here where they're talking about the need to, to have, uh, CDOs report directly to the CEO of the company because they, before like they were just kind of relegated to, you know, uh, HR, but now it's like, no, 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 no. Like I want, I want to be like right there, right next to the, to the top executives of the company. Um, it's so funny that these people claim to be fighting the power, but they're just accruing it. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> these people are the one, like this is power. They're not exactly. Yeah. The power. They're, so they mentioned they're in cahoots with power. Exactly. They mentioned uh, th- this article mentions truth to power twice in this article, un- like completely unironically. Um, I'm so sick of that phrase. That's another one of the stupid phrases. I'm so tired. Well, of. What's the, what's the phrase? I'm sorry. Uh, truth to power. Truth yeah. to power. I found yeah. sometimes privately speaking, truth to power could be more effective because you also need to have the trust of your bosses. And if they feel you are an external advocate, that's not going to be a winning strategy in the long run. So, so yeah, no, I, I want to be right there, right next to the CEO. I want to be basically VP um, and eventually CEO. Um, I'm, oh, there's a, here's a, here's the second instance of truth to power. There's a freedom that comes when you understand that you've lived half your career and you can say, I'm aligned to my values first and I'm okay speaking truth to power when they don't align with where we're going. Um, yeah, I mean, th- these people think that they're changing the world, um, mm. by, you know, hiring on the basis of race and gender and sexuality. Yeah, this has got it all. And it, these are just like all losing, like there is no such thing <coughs> as the LGBTQ plus community. Like that doesn't exist, but right. people, those, all of those different, that acronym, like those people all have different interests and, and, you know, live in all different areas and different political views, like to lump them all together is the opposite of what I thought you're supposed to do right. with, with, with groups, like to, to try and not lump them together as much as possible and let people have diverse voices and opinions. And, and Kate, like Katie Herzog, I bring up twice in the same episode. She says, the only thing that the L the LGBT have in common is the L G and the T all hate the bees. <laughs> well, that was pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, you know, it's, it's crazy um, that these massive companies uh, in Hollywood are, putting so much money into, you know, diversity and inclusion you know, departments and, and, you know, the people who are in charge of these departments are making six figures, maybe probably in the millions, most likely too, for a lot of these people. Um, it's like, instead of like, you know, setting up scholarships or donating that money to, you know, arts organizations or, or struggling schools, like, no, we need, we yeah. need to hire. I know. You know, I know. It's, it's like, could this money not go somewhere any better? And I want to like, if you look, if you scroll to the bottom the expert panel, I was just trying to bring that up. This is supposed to be diversity officers, right? Diversity. Yeah. All uh, 12 out of the 13 are are black people. Yes. Like one, I don't know what he is. I think he's probably Native American. Uh Uh-huh. From the name, like Craig Robinson. And then the way he, I would guess Native American, because I don't think they put a white guy on there because he looks kind of whitish, but he doesn't have a Spanish or Portuguese name. So I don't know, yeah. but they're all like, what about diversity? Like that, that's, right. I, I feel like so often diversity gets captioned like not white, but it could be all one other thing. It could be like yeah. all black or all Asian or all like, no, it's f- fucking supposed to be 
diverse mix. Yeah. And these are all huge companies that they're, that they're part of. So it says like the Recording Academy, uh, Lionsgate, uh, Ampus, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. They're the ones yeah, she's going to work for fucking Lockheed Martin. Yeah, that's right. The MPA, the Motion Picture Association of America. She's the, uh, this one's the global DEI at Amazon Studios, Prime Video, and IMDb. Holy shit. Um, the CAA uh, is a union, I think. Sony Pictures, uh, Netflix. Yeah, I mean, these are NBC, NBC Universal. Paramount, Broadway. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just, it, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Um, these, are like, these are like the last groups that should need any sort of officer to do this thing yeah um yeah. i mean there's some of the most like liberal progressive spaces there are right so but hey they want to throw their money away fine i mean a lot of this shit isn't working i right. think some of them have like netflix is getting rid of a lot of its kind of woke shit that no oh, one yeah. baby what what about anti-racist that was gonna be a cartoon that was based on uh, even rex kendy's book um, yeah yeah that one got axed luckily um, yeah so like this stuff's not working guys they like, just put yeah. good shit out there that was happening for years from diverse artists yeah. from diverse writers from diverse like i understand if you're gonna have a show about like a black family in baltimore or in the suburbs of new jersey that you don't want a writer's room with 10 white men like i get sure. that i think sure. anyone would get that sure right so like that's just common sense though you don't need a yeah. diversity officer to tell you that and yeah. guess what if 10 white men do write a show about a black family in baltimore and a, like impoverished black family in baltimore it'll probably be a pretty bad show or maybe right. it's a fantastic show because it's right. gonna and it's gonna have black actors in it yeah. and it's gonna bring whatever the story is let's say awareness or um tourism or whatever it is to right. this area so it'll still have net benefits but fine i do get that Sure. Um, but again, that's just like fucking common sense. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, as we've kind of talked about before, it's like, it, you know, it's one thing when, when diversity and inclusion happens organically. It's like, yeah, that's great. Cool. Like, yeah. you know, if the industry starts to change because more people from different backgrounds start coming in. Cool. Great. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, this is being forced basically at gunpoint. And but like it's it's. Uh, uh... <clears throat> but it doesn't have to be like that's why I always fall yeah. back on. It's yeah. what if a university or a company just said no right like what if they were what if they just said like no we're good like okay university there's some crazy protest right yeah. and the you know, they just the dean the whatever the president they just said no yeah. you have your right to protest if you don't go to class you're gonna you know get whatever their process is or maybe like uh if you commit a crime you will be arrested just like mm -hmm. anyone else yeah like that's it that's all it takes Right. It's because you give and give and give that people are going to take advantage of. It. It's never going to be enough right. until they're sitting in your seat, right? It's all yep. about power. It's all about money and power. So just just say no. I'm going to do Nancy Reagan. Just say no. <laughs> That's the campaign that we're going to have. Um, are you familiar with Chloe Valdry? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Love Chloe Valdry. Big yeah, fan. she's great. She's great. I think if um, you're going to go, if you do have to, and I, I do say, I have said that, if you're going to go DEI, um, to have someone like her. Yeah, the, her, her theory of enchantment. So she, when she was on uh, Jordan Peterson's show, his podcast, she, she brought up how a lot of times when companies call her, it's to fix their broken diversity yeah. inclusion. She's not the first call. She, exactly, yeah. She brought someone else in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think you've told me. I should listen to that episode. I don't 
I don't listen to Jordan Pearson as in like his show. I usually hear him through other shows. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how I feel about Jordan Pearson. I think he's good with some stuff. I don't really. Yeah. Sometimes he gets a little too academic, and I think he can sometimes be a, too stuck in his ways. Yeah. Um, Especially but, recently, you see, I, I, I feel like uh, he's kind of getting, he's, he's kind of going off the deep end a little bit. Yeah. I listened um, to him on, I think, Kyle Kalinske's show. Mm, yeah yeah i don't know if you're familiar with that one yeah yeah um him and kyle kalinsky had a thing about the trans yeah they were talking about the trans well, yeah they're trying to talk about a lot of different stuff um yeah and i, I, th I think jordan pearson's a net benefit definitely like I yeah think yeah he does a lot of good but i could also see where he's like uh he doesn't there's no room here for for growth or learning it's more like well this is what he thinks right right yeah um but uh yeah man which uh, I appreciate because that's how I am. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, anything else that we should talk about? Uh, <clears throat> oh, I did want to say because I did put in my name. I didn't uh, realize that we both have a love of dictators. Oh, yeah. We found that out on uh, on uh, After Afternoon Tonic. Yeah. Uh, you're a big Duarte guy. Am I, is it Duarte or Duterte? D Duterte, I believe. Yeah. Duterte. You're a big Duterte, yeah. Duterte guy. I love that I'm, guy. He's great. I know. You, I, I know you love him. <laughs> uh, I think Anthony and I might read some Mussolini on one of the episodes. So yeah. you wanna, I don't know if you want to set that one out. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to connect. I'm going to connect with my fascist roots. Yeah. My Italian yeah. fascist roots. No. That'd be fun. I told uh, you I'm taking wanna... over the show. Yeah. Well, we're not. Uh, that'll be one episode that we do not promote. Um, <laughs> well, all right. Just, just for tell Ben we hit record. We're not actually recording. It's like it's Creed. It's like Creed thoughts in the office. I just set up a word document. <laughs> oh man! All right, cool. Well, right. well, that's it. I, yeah. I had my limit with you today. Yeah, yeah. I think I've had it with you too, Ben. But I, I do hope you stay reckless, though. All right, you can stay reckless too, I guess. All right. Bye, everybody. Keep. Hitting.